here we are again. The adventures continue with special episodes of the Big Ideas Welcome podcast. Today, we explore what is your legacy? What is the legacy that you inherit? What is the legacy that you want to leave behind? That's what Deidre Harper, today's guest, is all about. Y'all, this is Chris McAdoo. As always, honored to be in your ears with the Big Ideas Welcome podcast and honored to be joined by the one and only Jalen Baker. Hello, everybody. Um, I'm sharing Deidre. Well, Deidre's sharing her own story. I'm just introducing you. Deidre was a member of the pilot group of 100 Knoxville. So 100 Knoxville is a program started by KEC with a goal of growing Black-owned businesses by $10 million in five years. Deidre's family owns B&B Lawn Services, which I would argue is one of the most well-known Black-owned businesses in Knoxville. Uh, she talks about inheriting a legacy and then kind of finding her place in knowing how to carry it on, picking the values that she really loves, that she received from her family, and learning how to become a local community leader that makes her own impact. This is all made possible by so many supporters, but folks like the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center, which you've been listening to this podcast. So for one, thank you. <laughs> for, for continuing to listen, especially to these amazing special episodes. But the KEC, as it's otherwise known, is a nonprofit business accelerator located in the heart of downtown Knoxville, Tennessee, otherwise known as the Maker City. Y'all, I am excited for y'all to hear this conversation with Deidre Harper and Jalen Baker. Welcome yes. to the Big Ideas Welcome Podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming. Yeah, I'm really, really glad to be here. I'm really glad to be here. I'm, I'm super excited to dig into your story and mm-hmm. your family's story even yes. bigger than that. So um, you're from a family of entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious, as you were growing up, like, what was your vision? What was young Deidre's vision mm-hmm. of, like, her future? Did you see yourself in entrepreneurship or what? Well, it's interesting that you asked me that because I was thinking about this interview earlier. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't know. Like, what am I going to talk about? But and I was thinking about growing up, I never thought about... I knew my dad had a business, yes. but I didn't see him as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And I think now with the word and, you know, just people being more aware of some of the uh, differences when it comes to yeah. entrepreneurship and how really entrepreneurship can help your family elevate. Mm-hmm. So growing up, I didn't think about being entrepreneur, but yeah. I knew I wanted to, I felt like I wanted to do something administrative. Okay. Cause my dad had an office in the house and I was always in there messing around. Like I was typing on a computer <laughs> yeah. and my mom comes from a technical writing background. Okay. So I got to see a lot of like both. Right. So I just felt like I knew I was going to be an admin in some yeah. office or something. Okay. You saw yourself That's at a desk saw, doing something you know? at the desk. Okay. <laughs> Okay. And dig into that like difference Mm -hmm. as you define it when you say entrepreneurship versus like, I have a small business. Yes. So um, my dad, like right along, what is that? Asheville Highway. You know, I was just thinking back, like we've been in about three different spaces before the space we were in now. Uh And when I look back on all those spaces and they were all located in East Knoxville, but they were almost like a step up, Mm -hmm. you know, one was kind of small, very tight, right down the street from um, Chihuahua Intermediate School where I got to walk from school and go to the office and play around 
some more. Um, so just looking back, I see now that how the progression and how the elevation in business and what that looked like. Yeah. Um, so I think that really is kind of a foundational story to show how like, oh, well, that is like small business growing. But it really mm-hmm. was our family being in entrepreneurs and yeah. finding a way to use lawn care to yeah. generate revenue. Right. Yeah. 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 Pretty and, cool. Okay. So as, as your parents have kind of continued to champion their business, but also mm-hmm. bring in their kids and family yes. members to build the business. Yes. What um, would you say are some of like the key element or the key values or the key elements in the family that mm-hmm. you really think need to be protected as a legacy to pass down? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I always have heard people like when going to trade shows or talking to other business owners, they sometimes say like, how do you do family with business? You know, mm-hmm. how do you do business with your family? Right. Like working Makes with the your most family is hard. Now, yeah. it, you know, it does have its challenges sometimes, yeah. but I feel like, the way the the vision that our parents set around having a family business and what mm-hmm. that looked like very community community oriented yeah They're always making sure you know our employees or team members needs came first yeah. and a lot of times stepping outside of what your traditional boss would look like when it okay. came to the help that some of our demographic of team members needed yeah. and so then I look at my mom she was always very involved in youth center stuff community organizing yeah. so um I think all that put together is the value of really maybe people first, mm-hmm. um, allowing that to be a driving force and why you do what you do. Yeah. So it kind of was like it's business, but then it was like, well, this is like a humanitarian thing. Exactly. Right? So when you think about the impact on people's lives, it's mm-hmm. like not just about making money. I mean, right. obviously you need to make money. Right. But also right. about making a difference. Yes. In people's lives. Yes. And helping them get where they yeah. want to get. And I, I mean, those are, that's probably one of the biggest core values that I know that my dad has is really the open door policy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, understanding that there's a balance with everything right but you know that will be sometimes something that would frustrate me because I'm like you know you just can't help everybody or you can't do everything but I didn't want to take away what he felt like he was giving to his employees you Mm -hmm. know um, at that time an opportunity an opportunity to have a conversation and just being able to address your boss yeah and like just be straight up yeah and he's that type of person that's cool (laughs) When you think about your life and how it intersects with your family's legacy, mm-hmm. are there things, maybe um, values that you have for yourself that maybe your family didn't give you that you've kind of brought in to create mm-hmm. your own legacy as you build? Um, I think I'm probably figuring that out right now. Yeah. Um, my background is in like graphic design and art. You're like I'm a, a okay. creative individual. Yeah. Um, that's what I was born naturally to do. But like... Growing up with entrepreneurs and not to mention, you know, my my brother worked with my dad starting out Mm -hmm. and kind of going back to that community piece. Like the reason why my dad really was adamant about starting a business is because he wanted to provide a space for my brother and Mm -hmm. his friends to make a a livable, a livable wage, um, a legal wage. And, you know, to really bring them out of negative environments. Mm -hmm. So that was really the core for my dad starting this business. But my brother's been in it. He brought his friends in it. You know, then my sisters, we expanded and did some other things. So um, I kind of just wanted to like we were just all 
involved yeah. with with family business at that yeah. time. So, everybody, hands, all hands on deck. Everybody. So I think now um, with who I am and figuring out also what I'm interested in and yeah. business and community and elevating people and really making sure um, people that look like me are winning, I'm trying to figure out what that looks like, right? Yeah. I'm like, okay, maybe I'm not the admin I thought I was going <laughs> to be, you know, dang it. But those skills have helped me, right? You know, maybe skills. I'm not this... Yeah. You know, graphic designer that lives in New York with this big fancy job. You know, maybe I'm not the politician, but all those things like combined together. I feel like that's where I'm trying to figure out how to pull that into who I right. am. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a journey. It's a process. <laughs> it so, is, right? Um, what, what would you say, like you see, what, what do you want to give mm-hmm. to your community? Because mm-hmm. I know that you've been, like you mentioned, your mom is, was involved in community yeah. activism and yeah. like, you ran for city council. And so yeah. I'm wondering, like, how do you envision your role as a key member of the community? Mm-hmm. What, what are you wanting to, like, give back or provide? I really, um, I just want to be an example. Like, I really want to show people what it looks like to, you know, work hard, of course, Um, really show what family business and legacy looks like, you know, whether it's having a small business, you know, having real estate and how doing those small investments, sometimes at times when you might not know why you're planting that seed, but those small seeds just turn out to now your family are able to reap some of those benefits. Yeah. Um, but really just being the example of, you know, being tied to community and really valuing people mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day. So yeah. just being that example of what that could all look like wrapped up in a bow. And it's like, bam, <laughs> here it is. And you oh, too I wish can it could be beautiful it. in a bow. <laughs> like, I don't know, here we are. Know, right, right. You know, you <laughs> don't see all that behind the scenes yeah. stuff. You just see the pretty stuff. But um, yeah, just hard work, dedication. Um, I think my yeah. three things is like, you know, I'm dedicated, determined, and just disciplined to really yeah. have the vision and see it through. Mm-hmm. Yes. Alliteration, Deidre, dedicated, determined. Hey, and I came up with that <laughs> in high school. So if my brain was like that then. I think it's better now. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in in your experience, in your family's experience, I know it's hard to like speak for a collective, but like mm-hmm. maybe even just in yours, what has been a challenge that you feel like you've had to overcome? Just being a black business in Knoxville, mm-hmm. there's we're out here, but there's not a lot of us. And mm-hmm. so how has that experience been? Yeah, well, you're right. There's not a lot of us. So one would be, of course, networking, Mm -hmm. building relationships with other business owners that have been here before us or been here before you, Um, reaching out to them. That was a big moment and a successful moment in in our business is having a mentor. Mm. Um, So which then goes into not being afraid to ask for help. Um, because that can be, you know, a problem. And when you're not willing to be open and transparent, like, because you're not going to win all the time consistently and not to say that in a, in a negative way, but just being real, um, but it's just how you react to the, to the losses. Right. But for the wins, just like being able to reach out and ask help from, from people Mm -hmm. could be challenging, but when you do that and then also implement 
Mm-hmm. the advice mm-hmm. i'm speaking from experience <laughs> here so so yeah, yeah i think you know building relationships with those mentors those existing don't be afraid you know reach out talk to them ask for help and then take heed to the advice that's given yeah so they can help your yeah. business grow speaking of mentors tell me about going through the 100 knoxville program mm-hmm. and what you took away from that mm-hmm with your mentor and and the whole experience Mm -hmm. going through the 100 knocks program was, it was good. It was really good to be part of one, an initial group, like a pilot group, right? Really those who are figuring out, you know, at that time, but to be exposed to people that I normally wouldn't run into on a Mm -hmm. daily basis was Mm -hmm. valuable. Um, Speaking to people who are sometimes outside of your service industry can have a different outlook on some of the things that you're doing. So we really walked away with resources and really network networking. You know, Mm -hmm. everybody was able to share. And since then I've worked again or called on some of those same mentors from the 100 Knox program. So I think it's just about your resources. People say that social capital. Yeah. I think that's the word. Mm -hmm. Um, So really tapping into that um, because you never know where that can take you. Yeah. From that one moment. Yeah. So that was back to the community. Yeah. The community piece. Yes. I love that. What is one way that Knoxville can support you and Mm -hmm. your family's business right now? What would Mm -hmm. you ask? I would ask of Knoxville is to research organizations that are out there doing some of the grassroots work that we're kind of talking about when it comes to community building, when it comes to investing in Black entrepreneurs, Um, research and find those organizations and sometimes businesses support those businesses, Mm -hmm. invest in those organizations, Um, whether it's, you know, of course, monetary is always great, but we just talked about social capital. So if it's another resource just that, you know, and you can pass along. So I really want to challenge, you know, those who are listening in Knoxville just to research, find organizations that are out there doing the work that you even feel led to support and support and uplift those particular individuals. Yeah. (laughs) this is fun (laughs) i'm glad glad you had fun me too thanks so much they're really good i absolutely (laughs) i I just thinking about our story and our family and just wanting to make sure i can capture it in any way because you never know who you're going to touch and now we're where we are with you know going through a pandemic um dealing with ups and downs and finances it's like you really want to make sure that people know that family legacy is is a real thing and how can you tap into that and then just to be the example of what that could look like for others yeah yeah it's really important to get to pass that down really yes cool. i went on a tangent i'm sorry no, you're good. i think we were closing we're good <laughs> closing time okay thank yes. you so much for yes, coming absolutely thank you for having me thanks for listening to the big ideas welcome podcast This show is produced and edited by Anthony Palmer and is part of the Palm Tree Podco Network of Podcasts. Big Ideas Welcome is hosted by Chris McAdoo and brought to you by the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center, a nonprofit business accelerator located in the heart of downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. You can learn more at knoxcc.com and submit your own big ideas and entrepreneurial adventures at madefornoxville.com.